it's Ryan O'Hearn, and welcome to Clubhouse Conversations. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. It's hard to believe it's been 14 months already since we last spoke with Ryan O'Hearn, who joins us this morning on Clubhouse Conversation, the place where we catch up with all your favorite current and former Royals players. It's Davo, and yes, we had Ryan O'Hearn on Clubhouse Conversation the day after he was drafted out of Sam Houston State last summer, an eighth-round selection by the Royals. And boy, oh boy, has O'Hearn's prospect status soared since that last chat. He won the Pioneer League MVP last year, playing first base and a little bit of right field as well. Won the league's batting title at 361, but got on base 444, slugged 590, OPS 1.034, 1,034, 13 home runs, 54 RBIs, 6 foot 3, and he can take the ball to all three fields, up the middle, left field, right field, uh, he can walk which is demonstrated by a career on base of 371 in the minor leagues. A guy that you should be giddy over is Ryan O'Hearn, who will no doubt jump into the top 10 of pretty much everybody's prospect list for the Royals at the conclusion of this year. And he joins us now on Clubhouse Conversation. He was an all-star this year in the Sally League, won the home run derby, and recently got moved up to Wilmington and currently just finished eating at a Waffle House there in Carolina as Wilmington wraps up a series with Carolina the Mudcats this evening. He joins us now on Clubhouse Conversation. Ryan Ryan, good to catch up with you again, first of all. And second of all, how's everything going with you? Going good, man. Um, just, you know, grinding out the last couple of weeks of the season and, uh, you know, just trying to stay healthy and uh, finish strong. Yeah, definitely. And you've been doing that all year long. I mean, even since last year. So you and I last spoke literally 24 hours after you were drafted last year. So obviously, yeah, well, you know, right. yeah, lots, you know, lots has kind of gone on. Uh, since then, so first of all, congrats belatedly on the uh, you know Pioneer League MVP award, and then also your promotion to Wilmington. Thank you. It's been a while since we talked, so you know. Let's start by working backwards then and begin. Uh, you know, your pro debut last year, five for five with a home run and a stolen base. I mean, that had to have been kind of cool. You know, hitting the ground running. Did you have some family and friends out there by any chance to see that in person? No, no, I didn't. But um, that was awesome. That was a good way to start. Um, I love how they always throw the stolen base in there, like it's significant. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was awesome. That was a good way to start, and, and it was really cool because you know my first at bat was a home run, and, and it's always I, I don't know why for some reason it was kind of like get the first home run off your out of the way, and it's like feel a lot better. But um, yeah, that was awesome. That was exciting, and and um, it was a cool way to start my career, and, and, and especially at that point, it was like you know I couldn't play for a while because like had a heart murmur deal going on and, and then so like when you finally get it and get a chance it's like all right I want people to you know know I can play and and so that was like a really cool way to start when did the heart murmur start was that something you've always dealt with your whole life yeah I've always had that that's been a uh, uh, since I was born and then uh, and, and and they knew about it they they just wanted to uh, like get some extra tests I think I had to get like um, an echocardiogram or something like that just to make sure everything was all right and so I had to stay back in Arizona for an extra week or two. And then when I finally got out there, it was a relief to be able to, you know, finally go play. 
Yeah, well, you did that and then some. So you got hits in 30 of your first 34 games in the Pioneer League. Ended up at 361. So you got the batting title. You had the MVP after the 1.034 OPS. I mean, did did it almost, honestly, I mean, not to sound cocky, but did it almost seem easy to you last summer? No, not at all. That's, I mean, mean, it was, I think that what happens is is when you you start doing really good and then, uh, like you just you build confidence, and then over time you think you know your expectations of yourself get bigger. And um, but it was at no point was it ever easy. You know, that's the, the minute you start thinking you're you know good, the game will humble you. So um, you gotta always stay humble and and um, just stick to the routine, and you know you can't get too, get too much ahead of yourself. But. Yeah, I remember, uh, you know, a lot of people were kind of surprised. I mean, you had the eight home runs your last year at Sam Houston State. But from what I've heard, so first of all, it's a hitter's graveyard there in that park there. Also, you know, J.J. Piccolo told me that uh, you were almost too unselfish of a hitter. You were kind of in the two-hole there, you know, more about moving the runners and opposite field. So, I mean, did you know, though, that you had that kind of power in your bat where you could hit 13 home runs right off the bat in 64 games? Did that surprise you at all? No, I mean, I thought I did. I think that – in college, you know, it's a different game. I think college is all about winning as a team and, you know, whatever you can do to help your team, and, and which isn't a whole lot different than it is now. But um, I think at that point I hadn't really matured and I hadn't, you know, I didn't really know exactly what my role was. I didn't know if I was a, you know, drive runners in kind of guy. I didn't know what it was. And, and, and in college in that team, it just so happened I fit in the two-hole. So, you know, a lot of my bats were used on, you know, bunting and, and hitting runs and stuff like that, which is funny because I <laughs> That's not part of my game at all, really, right now. Yeah, have you so, have you laid uh, down a sacrifice bunt in professional baseball? Not one. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, at least you know it's there someday if you need it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, so so I mean, it's <clears throat> that was. I always thought that I could I could you know hit home runs and drive runners in and um and you know a lot of in college it just depends on your coaching staff and what they want you to do and and you just kind of buy into your role. So, I mean, but, I mean, and, and, and plus on top of that, San Houston State is a graveyard. It's, ball doesn't go anywhere. And that was the true, like, dead year of college baseball because you had the, you know, the, the really bad bats, the BB the core bats, and then on top of that you had the balls with the really big schemes on them. They made a change this year, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, man. Eight home runs, it wasn't too bad. I, I think I was, like, second on my team or something. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And then, so, now, Idaho Falls last summer, then. Who were some of the guys that you kind of bonded with right away and became friends with? Oh, the, I got my uh, my buddies, me, Toops, uh, Brandon Downs, and Robert Pale. Yeah? I talked to all those guys. <laughs> that's that's right. I mean, you, of course. That's t- the crew, man. That's the, That was our, uh, you know, it was, it was cool to start. We kind of got split up a little bit this year, but. I started out with Corey and, and Brandon, so that was cool. And now me and I'm back with Pale, so. Yeah, very, very cool. Well, well, while we're talking about old school then, so something I don't think I realized last summer when we spoke was that you were the second team high school All-American. I might have known that actually at high school. I can't remember. But, it, but you know, you didn't get drafted when a lot of those guys did. Was that something back then that kind of you used as motivation? Did that kind of put a chip on your shoulder out of high school? Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, it's. It was disappointing. I mean, I, I, <clears throat> to me, I didn't even really talk to any scouts out of high school. I don't know, I mean, what the deal was or uh, what it was, but uh, I think uh, going to Sam Houston like definitely benefited me. Is and it has put a chip on my shoulder, and it's you know because you got to fight for everything you get there. It's, it's uh, being a mid-major, smaller school in Texas where you got all kinds of big college baseball around you. It's like 
to get into the tournament, to get any kind of, you know, relativity, you got to really earn it. You got to, you know, get the big wins every day. So, um, that definitely put a chip on my shoulder and, and just knowing that, you know, maybe out of high school you were overlooked or, or I didn't, I wasn't big enough, didn't have the talent. So it's, it's a motivator to, uh, to never get lazy and never just, you know, let it, uh, just, yeah, just to work hard every day and, and uh, realize that nothing comes easy and you're going to have to earn it. Now, defensively, 15 games last year in right field. You've played, I believe, three times this year in the outfield. You, you know, you did that in college as well, I know. Is, is that something where you work you know, every day? Are you taking fly balls, ground balls? Are you working both positions equally? I mean, do you feel equally comfortable at both positions also? I mean, I don't, I don't, take, uh, I don't, I don't really take reps out there right now. Occasionally I will just to, just to be able to do it in case of an emergency or whatever, but um, I mean, I'm comfortable in right field. I can play right field. Um, just it would take like a week or two of, of uh, taking you know fly balls and BP. But yeah, I mean, I played I played right field in college, and um, I think I could do it. It's not a it's not. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's. I think my idea of right field is just go, you know, make the routine play and hit your cutoff, man. And uh, I think I could do that. What was your position like in Little League, high school? Were you always first base mainly? No, I actually didn't even – I didn't learn how to play first base until my freshman year of college. I was always an outfielder. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. So you're actually pretty well versed out there then. Okay. Um, so you began this year at Lexington. So you're leading the league there as well in home runs by I think seven or eight when you got moved up. So you had 19 home runs in 81 games, a 351 on base. Uh, you know, How did you like playing in Lexington? I liked it a lot. Um, definitely a hitter-friendly ballpark. Uh, I mean, it was—it's—it's a, it's a you know—it's a step up from the Pioneer League as far as the pitching you face. But it's—it's. Um, it's, I liked it because it's a challenge. I, I think I struggled for the first week or two, and and you finally you make adjustments, and then you know things go on from there. And and it was fun to play there because I mean you can you, know, you can hit a fly ball, and sometimes it goes out of the yard. So that was cool, and and. Um, People were great there. I had a lot of fun playing there, so I like that league a lot. Now, you were an all-star there and, of course, won the Sally League Home Run Derby. So wh- where was that park held at, and what was that like? How many did you hit? That was in um, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, nice. They have a, yeah, they have a, like, a, like a green monster, I guess, in right field. So they have like a 40, 50-foot wall, like uh, 290 down the line in right field. So I had a bit of an advantage because I was the only left-handed hitter in the in the lineup, so uh, that was. But I mean, I'd never been in the home run derby before, and and um, but it was really fun. I think I've never been uh, like. I mean, it's, it's it's they say like you know you got to try and hit home runs, but I think the minute that you start trying to hit home runs is when you start hooking them and and hitting you know ground balls to second base. So it's uh, definitely an art. It's not as easy as people. You know, as easy as you would think, just to try and hit a home run, that's an art form, I'd say. Yeah, you just what focus on hitting the ball hard, right? And then the rest takes care of itself. Well, I mean, you just try to go to center, and you got still got to stay inside of it. Can't yeah. it. Yeah. How how many did you hit in your top round there? Um, I think it was different because it wasn't you didn't get ten outs; it was ten swings. So it's like how many home runs out of ten can you hit? And I think I went like I think I went five out of ten. And then I think I just went four. I think I went five out of ten all three rounds. So nice, <laughs> that's cool. And then uh, you know, Babe Ruth played at that park, right? That's a real historic park there in Nashville, I believe, right? Yeah, it's an older park. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So they had a lot, a lot of history there. So um, now, how about getting called up to Wilmington? You know, how exciting was that for you? That was awesome. That was um, 
the goal all you know in spring training all year was to be in Wilmington. So um, that's where I wanted to be from the start, obviously. And um, I mean, it was it felt good because you know I earned it. It was uh, it was it didn't take it wasn't like a you know couple weeks and I got moved up. That took half a year and and to finally get called up here was cool and it just you know made me more more hungry and more eager to uh, to play well here and perform and get to the next level. Now we talked about it briefly a second ago, you know, staying up the middle and you know approach and all that good stuff. So uh, one thing that sticks out about you that a lot of people talk about is you're not just a slugger. You're not a guy up there swinging for the fences. I mean, you draw walks, you get on base, you've got a three seventy nine uh, career on base percentage. So I mean, who do you credit the most for your plate discipline and approach? Where did that come from? Is that something you just always had? I mean, I think uh, I think that's a you know big philosophy for the Royals is, is, is like Terry Bradshaw coming to town and talk about approach and. And um, you know, two strike hitting and stuff like that. And um, I mean, it's not easy, especially now in this league. It's a lot harder. But um, I think you, you just credit the Royals' um, philosophy, I guess, as far as hitting. There's a lot, all the hitting coaches, Nooney, D. Hollins, all those guys talked about, um, you know, just working counts and and um, you know, getting on the fastball, staying off of of um, pitches that are you know marginal and <clears throat> in the dirt and stuff like that. So. Uh, I think you just credit that to them. Now, you, we, we talked about earlier the, the stolen base in your major league or your, your minor league debut and all that good stuff. Now, you do have 10 so far professionally. I mean, I've read that you have you know, enough speed where you could possibly get 12 to 15 a year someday. Is that something you agree with? The base running could be even better as time goes on? I th- yeah, I mean, I think I could steal bases if, um, if I wanted to. I mean, I, um, I, I just steal whenever they give me the steal sign, you know, so I think, I think that. It, <laughs> I think I could do it. That's what speed do, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, I mean, so you mentioned the Carolina League compared to the Sally League and the Pioneer League. And now, you always hear about, you know, we mentioned graveyard earlier, too, there at Sam Houston State. You hear the Carolina League parks are graveyards. You hear the pitching, the breaking balls are a lot better in the Carolina League as, uh, you know, as compared to low A. Have you noticed an increase in pitching and, and more difficulty there and a big adjustment there in the Carolina League? Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely a difference. It's a jump as far as pitching and and what the tough thing is, is, is in, in Lexington and Lola, if you you know if you get a, if you hit one good, if you get it, it's usually a double or a home run or you know a hit. And here, it's like you can you know finally get your fastball, hit it good, and it's a, they'll catch it at the warning track or running down or whatever. But I mean, that's just part of the game is making adjustments and um, learning how to um, succeed and how to how to, you got to make <clears throat> adjustments and and. Um, you know, get better with a better competition. So, I mean, it's, it's, I expected it would be a jump, and it's fun because it's a challenge every night. It's, it's uh, you know, you got a good pitcher on the mound every night, and, and a lot of guys in this league, they know how to play defense, and it's, you're not always in the most hitter-friendly environment, So, especially at home for us. So um, it's tough. It's not easy, but um, that's, you know, if it was – so it's easy. Everybody do it. So, yeah, just wait till you get back to up to the Texas League next year. You'll love that. The ball jumps out of there again, <laughs> especially there in Northwest yeah. Arkansas. Um, now, your favorite road ballpark out of all the places you've played in pro baseball it has to be a road, you know, road parks, so and not not counting your home parks. What's your favorite park outside of your home parks that you've played in? In the Carolina League, is anywhere any of the three levels? Uh, favorite park outside of the home parks. Um. Probably Winston Salem, as far as how nice it is. I don't, that place is incredible. But either there or um, I really like Greenville in the in the Sally League. 
Okay. Greenville, Winston-Salem. I got to check those out. I've not seen those two. Now, how about uh, traveling horror stories? Have you had a bus breakdown? Have you had a, a sketch hotel? Have you had anything classic happen there yet in the minor leagues? But You, know, you, you all hear those minor uh, league stories. I no bus breakdown so far, knock on wood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As you're on the road now, <laughs> well, right? We're leaving tonight. We're heading to Myrtle Beach tonight, so I don't want to <laughs> jinx anything. Whoops. My bad. Uh, um, I mean, we've had some, we've had some sketchy hotels in, uh, in the South Atlantic League. I think it was Augusta maybe, or, or yeah, it was definitely Augusta. We stayed at a pretty sketchy hotel with, um, I mean, just, I don't even know how to describe it. Just like, just a bad area around there, I guess. And it was like <laughs> an all outdoor hotel. <laughs> oh, like a motel pretty type thing? Just, yeah, after the game, you go. It was exactly. It was like a motel. So nice. After the game, you go to your room, lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have your roommate take watch. You know who's watching for the shifts, right? That's right. Take shifts and stay away. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Now, what do you do? So, what do you do for fun away from the field? So, when you're not working out, you're not playing ball. You know, what do you? What keeps you busy? What do you like to do? What, what are your hobbies? Your interests? That kind of stuff. Oh, uh, I mean, I like to uh, go to the pool, go to the lake in Texas, things like that. Um, I'm a, I've been trying to learn how to play the guitar. Me and Corey Toops actually started teaching me in college, so uh, and uh, I try to stick with that and do that for fun. Uh, other than that, just hanging out, man, playing Xbox stuff like that. Yeah, g- guitar and baseball—you'll woo the ladies with that, man. That's a good combo right there. Well, right? I mean, my guitar skills are are, are subpar. Those are. <laughs> It's going to take a while before I show that off to any lady. Yeah, wait a couple years, right? Now, <laughs> speaking of tubes, so I wanted to ask you know, Pimp him real quick, man. He's got a 369 on base, doing a great job down there at Lexington. You know, I've, I've you know read several kind of those expert prospect places say, wow, he's kind of a guy to keep your eye on under the radar. You know, talk about him to Royals fans. Talk more about uh, Tubes and what kind of player he is. Man, he's Tubes is, Tubes is killing it right now. He's good, man. He's uh, I've been watching him since freshman year of college and – um, you know, really athletic, really athletic guy can can run, can play. You know, he's not a he's not a flashy guy at shortstop or second base, but he makes all the routine plays, and um, and that's awesome. He's solid over there, and and he can hit, and that's what's that's what's crazy. He's got some kind of like I don't know. He's just got some kind of some, some kind of strength going on because he's small, but he hits home runs. You know, and he's um, steal bases and stuff. He's just a gamer. He can play. Yeah, look forward to seeing him move up here as the years go on too. Well, last two questions I have for you. Um, so on the you know on the topic of your teammates, give us you know one or two or three. Give us a couple three teammates. Who are some of the guys that you've played with the last couple of years who maybe are under the radar, who maybe aren't on the top ten list? Who are some guys that we should keep our eye on that have really impressed you that you've played with and maybe you were like, wow, this kid can really play. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, in Lexington, I would say. I mean, you got. I don't know if Downs is on the list or not, but Downs is good, man. Yeah, he, he can he can play too. Um, maybe uh, oh Chad Johnson. Yeah. <clears throat> Chad can can really hit, man. He's been doing good this year too. So and then here at this level, um, you got uh, Jackie, Jackie Ramos. Oh, I I'd probably pick Ramos. Ramos was good. How do you bring it and? Uh, Playing third base. What is Mauricio? Right? Is that the technical name? Mauricio. Yeah. Mauricio. There we go. But they call him Jackie, though, huh? No, no, no. I was talking about Jackie Lopez. 
Oh, I think you're talking about Raw. Okay, sorry, my bad. <laughs> well, both of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. They're both. all good, man. Everybody's good. <laughs> they all are good. They all are good. Well, you know, last thing for you in summary is, you know, I asked you this last year too, but you know, what would you like to say to Royals fans listening right now? I mean, there's some. I don't. I mean, I just tell them that it's uh, there's a lot of talent in the minor leagues right now and in the Royal system, and it's it's uh, awesome to be playing next to these guys, and um, hopefully we'll be there in a couple of years. Absolutely. As soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just keep up the good work. Keep hitting the ball hard, and <laughs> we look forward to following your progress. And, uh, yeah, stay in touch. Hopefully we'll catch up with you next summer. All right. Thank you, Dave.